That's how those two commandments fulfill the law. And then Jesus also came to fulfill the law. Right. And welcome to Seek with Abandon. My name is Candy. I'm Melissa. And we are so going back to glad you are here today. <laughs> so this is our part two, sort of, kind of, because... They intermingle with each other. Yeah, from last week. Mm -hmm. And mainly because, you know, we're buddying up with Moses and we're, we're learning a little bit about him mm -hmm. and a lot about... Some things we knew about Christ, but now we're we're kind of putting it together, and it's really opening up. Now, my director today is Melissa <laughs> because she, I I do a lot of talking, and she takes a lot of notes, and so that's kind of how we've worked it. It works out really well. So she's going to direct us today in the scriptures we're going to talk mm -hmm. about, but. Mainly, um, why don't you kind of give them an overview of what we're going to be discussing? Maybe just, you know, the basics and then we'll dive in. Basically, whenever we started trying to find a topic, it led us everywhere. And we started seeing some parallels between Jesus's teaching and the Old Testament. So that kind of got us digging into the Old Testament a little bit and kind of seeing what Jesus was talking about whenever he was referencing, referencing these things. So that's what we're going to look at is how Jesus used the Old Testament to address people during his time here on earth. Yeah, and also to to let them know that he was the Messiah, the mm -hmm. promised one from the Old Testament, the one that was coming to to rescue his people. Right. They just didn't realize how he was going to rescue them. He mm -hmm. thought, I mean, the, the Jews thought, specifically the Pharisees, Sadducees, mm -hmm. thought that their Messiah that was coming was going to be a Messiah with an iron fist, one that would rule physically. Mm -hmm. They didn't realize that the Messiah that was coming was one uh, that was going to rule spiritually in their hearts if right. they allowed that. Right. So... We're going that route. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. We really, her and I have really had a good time. I've had a good time Yeah, I've, researching this. Like this yeah. has been, because God has revealed many, many things throughout the time of researching this. One that, of which was last week's podcast. Yeah, one was last week's and this is the the second week. That's why you see us wearing the same thing. It's not a uniform. Mm -hmm. <laughs> No. There's, there's no seek with abandoned uniform. <laughs> we just figured that since we were on a roll with this and right. it was so close to what we did for last week's podcast that we would just go ahead and while it was fresh in our mind, go ahead and film two of them in one day. Yeah. So off the subject, just for a minute, how's your week been? It's actually been pretty good. Good, good. Mine was long which is weird because we had off uh, for Labor Day. And see, that seems to me like last week that we had off for Labor Day because I don't feel like I've worked any less. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so 
doing good, doing good. Uh, having more responsibilities at work, so. That's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keeps me busy, which I love that. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, for, for those of you who are working or have worked, you know there's nothing better than being busy all day and the time flies. Oh, yeah. You know, Definitely. so um, it's been good. Anyway, let's go ahead and dig in to where we're going first. So what is our first set of scriptures? The first set of scriptures deals with Jesus being tempted. And that would be for... Uh, Matthew 4, 1 through 4 is where we're going first. Okay. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward unhungered. And when the tempter, who was that? Satan. There you go. Came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. So isn't it funny how Satan goes right for the easy thing? Mm -hmm. You know, he's hungry. I'm going to tempt him with food. And Jesus answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. This actually, what he said and if you have a red letter Bible, it's in red letters. Jesus actually said this is found in Deuteronomy. Yeah, so let's let's pop over there. So in chapter eight, verse three. Okay, where are we at? Eight, mm -hmm. verse three, and this is referencing what Jesus said to Satan, um, where he was saying it is written. Yeah, um, eight, verse three, and that would be. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna. So this is uh, Moses speaking to the children of Israel, mm -hmm. which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. So... When G, when Satan came to him with a with a temptation, hey, you, you know you can make these stones of bread. You know he's hungry. He said, "It is written." Right. He's quoting. He's quoting Deuteronomy mm -hmm. chapter eight, verse three. So, um, I guess what we're trying to, as we go along, we're going to show how Jesus used that Old Testament, how, mm -hmm. how that, I mean, of course he didn't have the New Testament. He was living it out at that point. He was at that point in time yeah. creating the New Testament. Yeah. But just because it's the Old Testament and it's the old, way, old ways doesn't mean it's not good stuff well, that applies to today. Right. The, one of the things that the law did was the law exposed sin, mm -hmm. showed a need for a sacrifice jesus became that sacrifice right so anyway now let's go back are we going back back to matthew we're going back to the temptation okay so here i go we're going to be turning a lot in scripture so at least for the well no throughout all of it yeah throughout all of it. okay so then it says then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. 
For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. So in other words, he's saying, if you be the son of man, just jump off here. You know, supposedly the angels will, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll save you. You'll be fine. Yeah. So what is he doing? He's tempting him He's again. tempting him. He said, Jesus said unto him, it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Okay. So what he's doing is let's test God out. Yeah. Let, let's see if, let's see if you're really God. Let's test it out. And he's saying, you don't tempt God like right. that. Right. You know, so where will we find that? That is in Deuteronomy chapter six, verse 16 specifically. Okay. All right. So do we need to read? Um, I think we had chose 13 through 17. Okay. So let's do that. Six. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shalt swear by his name. So this is something we read last week. Mm -hmm. And it says, ye shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are around you. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you. Lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. Ye shall not tempt the Lord your God as ye tempted him in Masa. So remember last week we talked about how Masa means tempted. That that was when he smote the rock to bring water out. And he named that area Masa because the children of Israel were trying to tempt God. Mm -hmm. Wanting so, water. One, wanting the water. So right. Jesus is, again, quoting scripture. Which the scripture specifically that he's quoting is law. So it's, you know, it's not just something that um, it's part somebody of, wrote down because it was a good idea. It's part of the law. Now, we were looking at that in, specifically the first five books of the of the Bible are called the Pentateuch, or uh, the Hebrews or the Jews will call it the Torah, mm -hmm. and it it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Very good. Yes, I remembered it this time. Yes, yes, yes. So it's those five books. Tell me what Torah means in um, in Hebrew. Um. It means direction, teaching, or law. So what's interesting is what does what direction does the law bring you to? It brings you to needing something, needing a sacrifice. Because back in the Old Testament, mm -hmm. they used to sacrifice their best, their best lamb for the sins of their family mm -hmm. or of the people. And then in the New Testament, Jesus became our perfect sacrificial lamb right so that says behold the lamb of god who takes away the sins of the world you know there you go mm -hmm. that's that's who jesus was he was the well he was many things but right. that's one of the things he was and so it's a proof of why you know the law shows the need for why jesus came mm-hmm so we'll we'll keep showing that right. as we go along. Right. So what's our next? The last one is for the temptation is Matthew 4, 8 through 10. 8 through 10. Mm -hmm. So then it says, Again, the devil taketh him up on an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them 
and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Ain't that funny? Mm -hmm. Like he has the power to give him anything. Like he has the power to give him anything Jesus doesn't already have. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, mean, that's just like me taking something but, of yours and being like, if you do this, I'll give you this. So, so what Satan was doing at this time is trying to appeal to the fully man mm -hmm. part of Jesus. And if you go back to Matthew 4, verse 1, what we kind of found interesting was it says, then Jesus was led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. Right, right. So, and again, I think that is the spirit leading Jesus up there as a man. Yeah, to, to, be tempted. Fe to feel the things in a man's sense. Now, Jesus was fully man and fully God. Mm -hmm. He knew if we believe in the sovereignty of God, we know that God knows all things, is all powerful, mm -hmm. those kind of things. So he knew what was coming. Right. But as a man in flesh, I believe that the spirit led him there. Maybe to feel that. I, I'm not sure. I hate to, I don't want to read into something that is not there. I'm just making I think an that, educational guess. Right. And then also it talks about, you know, after he was there for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Mm -hmm. That that's a human, yeah, human thing. And everything that that um, the lust of the eyes, the mm -hmm. lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The lust of the flesh could be um, the when he wanted him to when he said, "Why don't you make these stones into bread?" Mm -hmm. When he's saying, um, "You know, just jump off the pinnacle here," and well, that's the pride of life. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it says when he's, he's also saying, I'll give you all of this. Mm -hmm. That's the lust of the eyes. That's the lust of the flesh and the pride of life right. all in, all in one. Mm -hmm. And so he was appealing to that fleshly nature. Right. And I mean, as a human, you know, that if you're hungry, you're going to be weak in body. Mm-hmm. So, and in mind, and in mind, yes. And then Jesus said unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And so, are we looking in something? We in are going to Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13 this time. Okay, okay, and that one, and again, we were in this mm -hmm. last week. And it says, thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shalt swear by his name. So it's not exact, but where did he get these? Like right. he's taking, what's interesting to note is that, again, we said Satan's appealing to the flesh. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is taking as it is written. Right. Like the written word. He's bringing physical to him, and he's fighting him with physical and spiritual. Right. You know, and this is just something that popped in my head. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against principalities, principalities powers, powers, the rulers of the darkness mm -hmm. of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. And if you ever wanted to know how to fight that, 
as it is written. Mm -hmm. That's how you fight Satan. You know, you could, maybe he's, I don't know, think of a, think of something that he would do. Like, you're no good, you're nothing, you're, you might as well just sit down and just die because you ain't worth nothing. Well, it is written that before I was ever born, he knew me. Mm -hmm. I'm worth something because God formed me in my mother's womb. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can remember all of the scriptures about how God planned you, how he loves you, um, how he was, you know, my, um, my friend Craig said something in an interview. I was watching the interview the other day and he said, I get a picture. The way that God loves us is that he was in the waiting room with, you know, the dads and he was just ex as excited for your birth mm -hmm. as your dad was, or your mom was, or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I just, that's an interesting picture to give you mm -hmm. that that's how excited God was for you to be born. Yeah. And because he knew you and he loved you before you were ever thought about. Mm -hmm. So, and he planned you. Right. You know, you were planned. Even if you were unplanned here in this earth, you were planned by God. Right. So where were we? Keep me back on task here. <laughs> um, were you going to skip to Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 40. We must be on the right track because here I am right in 22 right now. Yeah, that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> now, also with this, we're getting ready to talk about um, Jesus teaching and addressing the Pharisees and maybe some of the Sadducees. I'm not sure with all of the scripture we have here exactly who all he's addressing, but I know it's mostly those two. I think it's both. I think in this case, if we go to 34, it's both of them actually. Okay. And then you have to remember last week, remember we had talked about in Deuteronomy chapter six, four through nine, where, okay, so the Pharisees and the Sadducees are a sect of the Jewish, Jewish population. Right. So if we go back to where Moses was addressing the Jews, he talks about, People are to, the Jewish people are to set their children down all day, all night, every day, and teach them. Right. The laws that he has given them. And and also to teach them never to forget right. how God had brought them out of Egypt, now right. the bondage. Right. So the Pharisees and the Sadducees are basically kind of the law keepers. Some Pharisees were high priests, but not all of them. So, right. I, but I'm not sure. Definitely, if you are curious about that, dig in. Yeah. But for this lesson, we're just letting you know who who his audience was when he was saying and this. And it's very interesting because these two sectors of the Jewish population were huge into the law. Oh yeah, the That's, written law. That was that was their knowledge base. Although not always did they keep it. No. No, no, you no. Know, they knew how, but, they knew it kind of like Satan knows the Bible. Yeah. And he knows it well enough to yeah. know how to keep it credible, but twist it just a little bit to where it favors what he wants to do. Right. That's what these groups of people do. They knew the law inside and out, but also knew it well enough how they could just twist it enough without completely shattering it. Right, right. So, um, we are going to go up to 34. So we're in Matthew 22, 34. 37 through, oh yeah, 34, okay. Okay, 
But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question. So he's getting ready to ask uh, Jesus a question. He said, tempting him and saying. So he's trying to tempt him to fall off his game is what he's trying. They're to. trying to trip him up on something that they can catch him in to right. lock him up. Yeah, yeah. And it says, Jesus said unto that unto him, uh, or I'm sorry, he asked him, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. And then he said, This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. And we, we had talked about this in another podcast when he says the second is like unto it. So in other words, it's, it's a good, it's a important commandment. It's right. not the greatest, but it's the next it's one down. It. it says, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Mm -hmm. So what is, uh, are corresponding there's actually two of them um we're going to address the greatest commandment first and that is back in deuteronomy chapter six. Oh, see this is the reason why we are in our same clothes <laughs> because we were in deuteronomy six and uh then we said we're gonna do the next podcast because it has a lot to do with this what we just did and that was this chapter so Deuteronomy 6, chapters 3 through 5. Okay, so that says, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Are we going any further? No. Okay. So that's the first part. And that is. That's the great commandment. Verbatim what Jesus just said to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Okay. And then the second commandment is Leviticus nineteen eighteen. Okay, I'm going to go up one. He says, Thou shalt not hate thy neighbor in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love, the, love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. So there you go. Again, Jesus was quoting the, the Old, Old Testament yep, to... Yes the Sadducees and the Pharisees. So he was basically using their own laws against them. Yeah. Or not against them, but to not prove. To prove that he is who who he says he is. Mm -hmm. And when he said, um, I think the next thing we're going to go is Exodus 20. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when he said that this fulfills the law and the prophets, I often wondered, like, how does that Mm -hmm. fulfill that until it popped into your head yeah well god thank right. you lord popped that in my head and i was like oh yeah so there was a lot of laws there was some um some dietary laws mm -hmm. there were Hygiene but the, laws. but the biggest laws that everyone knows is the ten commandments right 
So let's go ahead and go to Exodus 20, and we're going to figure out how it is that G, that those two commandments fulfill all 10 of those laws. And they do. It, it's amazing, isn't it? Like, we could just do it's these even, two things. It's even divided up for you. And you know what? I was, um, just a side note, I, you know, I'm not a stranger to all the social medias and I watch them and there was a man on, I believe it was on TikTok, who was talking about these two verses. And he said, you know what is interesting? If we were to go as a nation, do these two things at the top of our list, like love the Lord your God, mm -hmm. love your neighbor. He said, then all the differences that we have are gone. Well, they're not completely gone. Like you and I are different. Yeah, but, but the we, conflict with the differences. Yes, the conflict would be different. Mm -hmm. the, the, it would be more of a maybe a debate, maybe a disagreement. But at the end of the day, I still love you. Mm -hmm. It would be amiable, an amiable yes, disagreement. Yes, so if we could go by those two commandments, how different would our nation be? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was really... I don't know, taken back by that. But uh, let's go ahead and start with, uh, we're just going to start at one. And then as we read these, we're going to say, this is, this is the commandment that fulfills that. This is the commandment that fulfills that. So we'll go through that. So um, he says, then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord, your God, who has brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. Yes, yeah, so there's that great first and greatest commandment. You shall not make for yourself any idols. The first and greatest commandment mm -hmm. takes care of that. You shall not worship them or serve them. And I'm just kind of going through it quickly. I'm not reading the whole thing. Um, so five says you shall not worship them or serve them. I, the Lord your God, am a jealous uh, I'm sorry, I am reading the wrong. I was reading the Amplified, mm -hmm. forgive me. It says, no other gods, for, thou shalt not make thee any graven images. Those are the idols. Mm -hmm. So that's the first one. Thou shalt not bow thyself down to them. That's the first mm -hmm. greatest commandment. Love you, Lord your God. Then, let's see, we'll go to seven. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will hold will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. So what is that? That's love. Thou shalt the, love the Lord. Yeah. Um, remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. Mm -hmm. Again, love the Lord your God. Uh, six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But on the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. And it goes on mm -hmm. saying that. So again, that is... Love the Lord your God. Mm -hmm. And then on 12, it flips. It flips the script. Mm -hmm. Okay. Honor thy father and thy mother. That is, love your neighbor. Right. Um, that, and by the way, your neighbor is anybody but you. Exactly. Yeah. So, thou shalt not kill. 
love your neighbor. neighbor. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Love your neighbor. Thou shalt not steal. Love your neighbor. Thou shalt not bear fault and witness. Against love. thy neighbor. So yeah. again, it's... Love um, your neighbor. Yeah. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox or his ass or anything that is thy neighbor's. Love thy neighbor. Mm -hmm. And right? like I said, it even divides them up for you. The first few are love thy God, thy and Lord, with all thy heart, thy soul, thy mind, thy body, whatever. And then love the and then love thy love neighbor is the last half of them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how Jesus fulfilled. That's how those two commandments fulfill the law. And then Jesus also came to fulfill the law. Right. So, Wow. Yeah, Moses was used by God to set forth the law, mm -hmm. to teach the people what the law is, the commandments, and Jesus came to fulfill it. Yeah, a need, you know, Moses brought the law to show a need for a Savior, mm -hmm. a need for God in their lives to guide and direct them, and Jesus came to fulfill. So, yeah, yeah, this this was amazing. I mean, we knew this. It, but we know it in a deeper way yeah, now. Yeah. It's kind of one of those that you know something on a surface level. And yeah, I know Jesus came to fulfill the law. I know that we're to do this and we're to do this. And, you know, you've just been taught it from the time you stepped in church that this is how it is. But whenever you go in and you start digging and you start asking, why is it this way? And what are they talking about? Yeah, I, I trust that who I listen to behind the pulpit is teaching me from here. And I know he is because he's pulling scripture out to support what he's saying. But it's kind of like he's teaching up here and I've not learned down here yet. Yeah. And you know what? It hits differently when you do, you do mm -hmm. the research. Right. It's kind of like, which, you know, I'm not a young spring chick anymore, but, um, Whenever I'm learning something, I want to write it down on pencil and paper. Because mm -hmm. if I'm having to write it down and think about the words I'm writing, it's going to stick with me. Right, right. Better than... So, and I, I mean, if I'm sitting here and I'm doing the research and if I learn it and understand the why, then it helps me remember what it is that I'm supposed to remember. Well, here's... It makes more sense. Nothing, nothing against sitting in, at, at church and listening to a pastor, I totally, we should gather together. Mm -hmm. We should listen to preaching and all of that. And I've learned things through the preaching of God's word. I'm not saying that, but there is this, you know, old adage. I'm not sure, you know, how it's put, but I'm going to, ex I'll explain that it's different. If you're given something, you can appreciate, be thankful. Mm -hmm. But when you earn something, it's different. Right. It, it becomes a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. And that is what learning scripture for yourself does. Now, does that mean that you have to do it alone? No, I do it with Melissa. And it uh, helps us tremendously. It yeah, helps me tremendously. It helps me too. It helps me stay focused. Right. And so I do it with Melissa, but mm -hmm. we... You know, we do use Google from time to time mm -hmm. if we're stuck and can't find something. Mm -hmm. We know it's there. We just can't find it. 
so we use Google from time to time. We use Bible Gateway. I, mm -hmm. I do from time to time. But we have purposely stayed or tried to stay away from someone else's work. Yeah, I mean, if we have decided on a topic that we would like to explore, I will use Google for King James Version verses that have this word in it. Yeah. Or have this right. topic on it right. to where it can lead us there. And, and that we can kind of go and, from there, but that's not. And I'm not patting us on the back. I'm simply saying that it is different and it is more valued and profound when you take the time and search it out for yourself mm -hmm. yeah. rather than a teacher coming at you. Now, I'm not against sitting in Sunday school. I'm not against sitting under the teaching of someone. Uh, it's helpful. I've learned a lot that way. Well, and not only that, but whenever they're teaching you something and you're just kind of like, wait a minute. To me, it makes me, if there's something there that, okay, we're doing this, but why are we doing this? And I understand that, you know, he's using this to get to this point over here, but I'm still stuck on this. Why do they do that in the first place? It makes you think for yourself mm -hmm. and it makes you want to dig deeper in there to find out for yourself. I'm, I guess I'm just a curious person by nature. I should hope that most people are. And that's the reason why as a, as a podcast, as a ministry, we always tell people, Research dig, 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 please. And if, yeah. And if you come up with something that we haven't said, man, we can learn too. Exactly. What? I mean, I love going through and trying to find different Bible studies on either topics or just, you know, going through the Bible and reading it book by book or something. I love finding different Bible studies from different people because sometimes it gives you a little different perspective. Not that what you're doing isn't giving you that perspective, but maybe it opens another door for you to go or a rabbit hole right. for you to jump right, down right, right. and research for yourself. Yeah, that's why I always highly recommend people like Jackie Hill Perry, one of my favorite, favorite. Hey, Jackie, if you're listening, <laughs> I'd love for you to join us. <laughs> but I, love, I, I really do love her because she... You can tell she is studied up mm -hmm. because some of the things that she comes up with. And she's funny, too. I mean, she says funny things, too. But, I mean, you could tell that she is studied up. And it really shows in what what she teaches. And I enjoy, I enjoy watching her. Well, it's just kind of one of those that whenever you are looking for a Bible study or a podcast, whatever you're looking for, you're going to be able to know the person needs to stick with the word. Mm -hmm. I hope that so. we always do that. And anytime that we venture off of that, I try to always remember to say, this is my opinion. Right, right. You know, this is not in scripture. This is my opinion. Um, I never want, first of all, I never, I, I try to never take credit for things. Um, because especially just this podcast alone, because it comes from God. It's mm -hmm. not us. It's him. I always want to point to him. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. um, because if without him, we wouldn't be here. So anyway, that is kind of where we left off, right? Mm -hmm. um, so Deuteronomy 6 brought us to actually... 
the temptation of Took Christ us brought us to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy gave us even more. Mm -hmm. Then we started seeing Christ as, you know, in the Old Testament, we started seeing that. And then we're like, wow, this has gotten way bigger. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't do a whole podcast with all this information. So no. we made it into two. And this is just to say the the Old Testament is just as important mm -hmm. as the New Testament is. And also, whenever you are doing your Bible study, get a concordance. Yeah, get a concordance. That will help you yes, yes. tremendously because that's what kind of led us down rabbit holes. And don't don't depend and i'm going to say this again i enjoy listening to certain teachers melissa enjoys mm -hmm. listening to certain teachers but there is nothing like getting into it all on your own and letting god reveal truths to you mm -hmm. i i just highly recommend that and if you're if you don't study well alone because i don't i don't either get yourself a study buddy mm -hmm. so that's what this is all about. It's about having a study buddy. Yep. And then, you know, sharing it with you in hopes that you find some value in it. And, you know, nobody says that you just have to have one study buddy. We can use you all as study buddies, too. Yeah, exactly. So that's right? why we're always, I mean, right. the more the merrier. Um, that's why we're always encouraging if you find something in the scriptures or find other scriptures that tie into what we've discussed or have questions or something comes out to you in a scripture that we've not highlighted or pointed out, leave it in the comments. Yeah, absolutely. And become a part of our community. I mean, right now it's, it's just building mm -hmm. and we're hoping, you know, for more interaction and, and things. And we encourage you to post on there, you know, Definitely. to say, Hey, I, um, or to ask a question or whatever, uh, or, you know, comments about the podcast if you enjoyed it um if it wasn't really i guess all that enlightening to you <laughs> <laughs> um, or if it left you with questions yeah you know if or you're if not there's sure something else that you have questions about in here that you would like to have addressed or even something else that's come up in here that would be a good study topic right right and last but not least uh if you're watching this and and you don't know jesus as your savior and you're you think this is all just a myth or whatever, but you want to know more because maybe God has been, well, you don't know that that's God, but mm -hmm. God has been speaking to your heart. Uh, please feel free to email us at seekwithabandon at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can. We'll give you resources, things to read. Right. Um, and if, you know, there's a Bible online. There's you can put a Bible. There's Bible apps. Uh, we highly recommend the King James version, but sometimes that can be a little daunting. With the there is a Bible app that I've started using. Um, it's a parallel Bible, mm -hmm. and you can get if you flip your side your phone sideways, it will actually line up verse by verse the four or five different Bibles that you choose. Right. So you can use like the King James Version, the New King James Version, the Amplified Version, the English Standard Version. You can use the NIV if you want. I mean, there's a huge list. Yeah. And although we don't recommend the NIV right. uh, because it leaves verses out, 
we do recommend what's called a word-for-word -word translation. Mm -hmm. So the classic uh, amplified is a word-for-word. The uh, New King James, the King James, um, and the English Standard are all word-for-word -word translations. So if you find the King James to be a bit daunting because of the old English, uh, try the New King James. That's And that pulls the out Parallel that. Bible app is free. Yeah. So that can help you kind of, especially if you're just starting out, Right. It can really help you kind of understand right. the scriptures a little bit better. And if you don't want to send an email, but you just want a little bit more information, um, my biggest thing is read the book of John. The book of John shows the love of Christ. Like they all show the love of Christ, mm -hmm. but the book of John really does. And it focuses on the need for Christ. And they all do in their own way, but I, I maybe I'm just... Um, it's a little bit more straightforward. Yeah, it's more straightforward, the book of John is. Yeah. So read the book of John, start there. And if you have any questions while you're reading, please don't hesitate to ask. You know, you can email us. If you don't, if you don't feel comfortable, you can message us mm -hmm. on our page. If you have a question, please feel free to ask. Yeah. Because we... Um, we're not only here for our community, meaning the Christian women community, but we're here for anyone who's interested mm -hmm. in learning more about Jesus. Right. So, all right, I guess that is it. We got through it. Yay. Yay. And so thankful that we did do it because it was so interesting and so much fun. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed myself. Well, I always enjoy now, myself. Now, these... Last two podcasts did kind of stray from what we normally do. Yes, uh, because we usually are topical. Yeah, life application type yeah. things. And we and what is something we could take from that to to? I guess we could take a you know put God first. Mm -hmm. um, that and that and that not only is now, but even Moses said put God first. Yeah, in his writings. And that nothing is new under the sun, that everybody has gone through, has, has gone through, is going through, and will go through. The exact same thing. The exact same things um, then as we do now. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for joining us. We are so thankful. And like I said, if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us. Yep. In the meantime, we will see you next week. So thank you for joining us at Seek with Abandon. Again, I'm Candy. I'm Melissa. And thanks. Bye. Bye.